Hi everyone, this is Droma for the digitalmarketersupdate.com podcast. I'm here at Measure Camp Copenhagen in sunny Copenhagen and I've just held a session on the uh, careers, skills, uh, development in analytics and online marketing, a topic that we had uh, some very interesting people give their thoughts in what the next steps would be as we're in an industry that has a pretty hard skill shortage in terms of uh, digital marketing, uh, particularly with the, uh, the data scientists and the, uh, the analysts. So enjoy the conversation. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed moderating it. So, um, so basically, uh, I have a podcast that I've uh, started. My blog is uh, digitalmarketersupdate.com. And so the audience is uh, for marketers in general. So as we see the analytics world, uh, the, the data people combining together into marketing, we're talking to them. And, uh, and the topic for today is skills, uh, career skills development, analytics and online marketing. So what we'll do quickly is just go around the room and uh, introduce yourselves, um, uh, who you are and the, the company you work from, or it could be uh, you know, what you do if you freelance. So, uh, and also where you're from, country-wise, that'd be really interesting as well. So Martijn? Yeah, my name is Martijn. Uh, I'm a digital analyst, a freelance digital analyst in the Netherlands. Uh, I work for a whole bunch of different companies, corporates to startups, so different yeah. ones. Yeah, excellent. My name is uh, Thomas, and I'm from a small company called uh, Gonio VR. We work with, I work with uh, digital marketing and analytics, okay. and uh, we do uh, physical rehabilitation with uh, a focus on virtual reality. Oh, nice. Is that here in Denmark? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. So, my name is Christianus. I'm originally from Lithuania, but I'm based in Copenhagen. Excellent. And I'm from Lundbeck. It's a company and I'm responsible for data mining analytics nice there excellent right. mm-hmm. hi I'm Stefan I work at PCs detail which is a digital marketing agency so I'm a digital strategist so a lot of measurement and marketing digital marketing yeah excellent so I suppose we've got from working with the brand working with uh, agency supplier of, uh, of VR and, and, and agency. So there's kind of a good spread in this room yeah. in terms of, uh, of what we're doing. So a few of the questions I've got, and, and I'll just open it up and we'll have an open discussion here in terms of uh, you know, what we've seen and from what I do, because I, I produce a lot of the events here. Uh, I also am responsible for courses uh, at IH Nordic and dealing with clients, they're having a hell of a time trying to find staff, right? There's no disagreements in that in terms of our fields are becoming uh, as specialized more and more in demand as the industry matures. So I, I suppose the question is, this talent pool, how do, how do we address it? Is, is there a place that, that you find where people should be going to upgrade their skills at all? Anyone want to take that I think one? it's the, the most important thing that I can say about that is that you don't want to go for the traditional places. You don't go to a school to learn digital analytics. There's no university uh, class you can take and then you're good to go. Uh, not in my country anyway. Um, I, I then, think we can say the then, same here as yeah, well. Yeah, there may be something like statistical analysis or data science at some point, but it's it, it doesn't really grasp the entire field that we have and that we need to understand in order to do our job. So 
uh, all the traditional ways of learning, throw them out the window and start somewhere else. And I personally started with just learning by doing uh, and also learning by listening to people who have been in the business for longer than I was. Mm. Um, and obviously just looking online in multiple places. That's my, my biggest recommendation anyway. We can all agree, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, is there any? Uh, I mean, I think today one of the things, the challenges we have in producing courses is uh, we're now competing really against the YouTube world, right? So, uh, and the online world. I suppose is uh, are there any online portals or forums that that you guys have looked at to for your own skill development? It kind of depends on the type of thing you want to learn. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've learned R by just using DataCamp, which has a, a nice online course, and it just allows you to kind of pick up like pockets of knowledge about a certain package or a certain type of skill that you need in order to really use R. Mm. Um, but learning stuff like SEO or uh, GTM or something like that, I, I don't really have recommendations in terms of where you would do that, to be honest. I would actually say YouTube, like uh, Measure School. There's a YouTube channel called Measure School, and those do amazing videos about GDM and how to implement GDM tasks. I learned a lot from Measure School. Is it, is it like a course setup that you go from lesson yeah, one? Yeah, so they have different shoot. episodes, <laughs> like this episode or this series is about Data Studio or Google Time Manager or AdWords okay. or implement the enhanced e-commerce. It's really cool. I learned a lot from that and I'm applying what I'm learning there for my clients mm. because it, I work with GTM and Google Time Manager and Google Analytics quite a lot and there's not really a university course I can go to uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean and that's the other thing as well if you're dealing with marketers who are coming to grips with the world of SEO and PPC and now you throw something at, at them like uh, tag management how are you finding their level of maturity these days in terms of a being a client or B dealing with clients is there has that been a challenge uh, showing them the value of your work always always uh, uh, we have a really big discussion about uh, attribution right now in my company we're investing a lot about audiences and attribution and thinking how do you reach the right people at the right time mm. that's a huge discussion and we always have that discussion with clients like last click world the last click we're not there anymore we should mm. go beyond the last click mm. that's a big discussion Ab absolutely because people if they just attribute the last click as the reason for the sale uh, doesn't cover the actual journey leading, leading but up to it's it. also probably like are you operating in you know e-commerce like transactional or non-transactional world right yeah. If you don't really sell products online, if it's just your awareness sort of part of the business. So that's kind of um, also, you know, how, how can you mature somebody when they don't see a number? This is directly relating to your sales, which is, yeah. let's say in our case, we don't sell our, um, we don't, don't sell, you know, our products online, right? That's not. Mm -hmm. So, so when you're selling Coca-Cola, you're like, yeah, you know, because so many people you can sort of relate more than just awareness part, right? Yeah. yeah so if you step away a little bit from the attribution part and take it like to a more general level in terms of 
you know, how do you explain to other people from outside of digital analytics what the value is of digital analytics and how to apply your knowledge in their world. And I think that it really depends on the counterpart. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've worked with digital marketing uh, guys who just really understand what data can do for them and how they can apply it to, you know, get better ROIs or just generally do their job better. Um, but others just are not on a level at their own field to really apply your skills for them, basically. Yeah. And that's a different challenge, I guess. That's the digital yeah. maturity side of mm. your client. Yeah, but it's not a digital analytics maturity part. No. Um, it's just a good digital maturity part of in understanding general. Understanding the strategy. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. if, if you don't really understand your own work, yeah. how can I explain to you how yeah. I can contribute to your work? Yeah. Because that's, in some parts, uh, a more sophisticated way of actually optimizing your own work. Yeah. So, yeah, you need to start with the basics there. So, so <laughs> Would you collectively in this room? Oh no! I'd just like to also introduce. We have uh, Camilla Flores from uh, from Content Square. So now we also have a product vendor <laughs> in the <laughs> room as well. So we have a we have a really nice down. sweep of uh, stakeholders in the industry, right? Nice to meet you all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, so basically, this other question I'll throw out there is, uh, uh, I suppose, part of my job and a part of pulling into this forum to see what's needed. Uh, one of the courses that we see is potentially valuable. Uh, or information session, which may not be a, a paper, it could be a free session, is a digital strategy course. Uh, does that kind of s seem to fit to help if we're targeting the marketers out there, what they need to understand in the different areas of analytics and attribution and all the other areas of online marketing is in, in terms of doing a strategy course, any thoughts on that? It really depends from the client, from, from mm -hmm. me at least. I, I have. B2B clients, travel clients, and uh, retail e-commerce clients. And the strategy for those three different clients is totally different. Mm. Uh, that's hard. Yeah, and it, it almost seems like sometimes when you deal with a client, they all have different agendas, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's, uh, I mean, we find that just putting a strategy workshop before you actually continue is usually a best thing. Whether it's a paid for thing or, or you know, hopefully a paid for thing, but sometimes you just have to value add that into the relationship, right? Is, do any of you have experience of, of that kind of forum? From from my experience, uh, digital strategy is pretty important for every client because yeah. I've worked with um, in uh, in my own company. We've worked with marketing where we began with. Um, doing stuff that was very reactive. There wasn't a clear strategy, so everything didn't point in a specific direction. Mm. And you don't see any real ROI on that mm. when you uh, use AdWords. So mm. it's really important to know where you're going with yeah. all, your, all your marketing. Yeah. So uh, digital strategy for me is very important yeah. now. It partially defines the value of what you're going to do with the data as well for everybody because it's part of the strategy mm. having an understanding of what your your uh, your collective goal is mm -hmm. that's yeah. part of the strategy usually um, that will help you get better understanding of how data can actually give you the insights to learn what whether or not you're achieving that that collective goal mm. um, and that should give you a little bridge at least. Mm. They should, should at least understand, okay, we need to work on this part as well mm. in order to grow. I, I mean, I have a classic example of uh, with uh, one of the accounts that 
that I've worked on, which I can't mention their names, <laughs> but it's a common occurrence anyway. But we basically took over their strategy. Uh, the, the marketing manager, when he actually looked at, he was new, uh, when he looked at uh, what had been done, an agency had done their, their AdWords and significantly increased the, uh, the, the call to actions and, and the registrations. But in a deeper analysis, he's found that uh, basically what's happened is they got a lot more registrations for the product. Uh, and because it was a kind of product that had to be approved for the next level of transaction, uh, at the end of the day, there was the same amount year on year of business that came through. Mm. So it's almost like what uh, the advertising had done without the clear strategy is effectively made work. So they spent more money on the agency, they spent more money on the, on the ad spend, and then they spent more money processing a lot of these, these orders. So th that's, that's kind of like, like, it's a little too late, but I mean, is that something we can learn from collectively or educate? I mean, do you guys have any experiences similar or avoiding that situation at all? In general, there's a occurrence and not in industry or anything, but in general, analytics tend to not come together with all the planning of any kind of projects and that's mm -hmm. the problem because there's still this perception within our what we're doing you know yeah yeah, yeah we can evaluate it later and then this is too late you know because well <laughs> you didn't ask to set it up or something and um, this is where i think we as a community should also start educating our you know peers that we work with that you know this is crucial that you explain what you want in the beginning so we could then give the best answer to you, you know, whether you performed or not. That's also a, a cultural yeah. thing for most. Yeah. In some ports even I think political. I don't want to know, so less, I don't have to you know, defend yeah. myself uh, if the right. result is bad. Uh, but it's also a cultural thing that a lot of companies don't really have that data-driven mindset ingrained in yeah, everything I mean, they do. You take a website, you know, you, we have a website, let's analyze. Whoa, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. we set up data layer, did we uh, like, Simple things. But even in a campaign flow, because you have a lot of campaigns running usually and they, right. yeah, you initiate multiple campaigns at yeah. some point during the year, just having it as part of a methodology of actually implementing but also understanding and, and evaluating. Yeah, so you can optimize your next campaign. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's something that a lot of people don't really feel comfortable with. Right. Campaign managers are really happy not knowing whether or not it was good <laughs> because it looked pretty, right? And we, we did share it with a lot of people, so it must have been yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just evaluating it is, can be a, a, a scary thing for some yeah. people. I think, Chris, you brought up a point as well. Uh, in that uh, we have a website, let's, uh, let's analyze it. And it's almost like we have a website, let's analyze how well the website is being analyzed itself. Because, I mean, how many of us have come across, uh, yeah. taken over another website and just, you've got duplicates, you've got, uh, uh, the whole tracking is wrong. Uh, so it's almost like uh, garbage in, garbage out, right? Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I suppose that's, Again, and your point, Martin, is that I think the culture of campaigns is probably wrong. You know, once upon a time, the agencies had the smoke and mirrors of, you know, showing the, 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 the graphs and the charts, but never really giving the client access to the data. Now we live in a world where the client owns the data. So we've got to fess up. We've got to live with the, with the truths, be it uh, glamorous or really ugly. Yeah. And, fact, and the truth is, we're going to get more opportunities out of the ugly stuff. Mm. 
Uh, and also consistency, right? Yeah, absolutely. Often mm -hmm. you're, well, is it a good result? Yes. Yeah. Well, you did completely different way last time, so you know it's a yeah. result. Yeah, but and, and learn from know? from your strengths as yeah. well. Mm. I think so. Um, so that's that's mm. definitely another thing. And I, I suppose you know the challenge is, is uh, and, and marketing people as well. I mean, we know that when companies downscale, they're the first ones with their head on the block. Sorry, Camilla, I know you're the marketing manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but jump, okay. Feel free, to, feel free to jump in. But but you know we we're dealing with people who who do have a, a sharp fear of, of and there's often the the sales versus marketing thing. I'm sure you guys don't have that at Contents Square, yeah. right? But you just said yes. <laughs> but but it, but it's it's almost like you know you have to deal with the uh, with the politics and and the fear out there. There's, do you feel it's almost like we need to teach the senior levels that hey we need to give the people who are doing the strategy doing the execution they need the opportunity to fail as well. Oh yeah. And you know. I think it, it's it's slightly different. I mean. Um, the way people have been educated in their fields. Uh, I have a degree in marketing, for instance, and during my time learning marketing uh, at study, I, I was not exposed to anything that I'm using now. Um, but I do have a good understanding of what people learn when they learn marketing. Um, and it basically just doesn't allow people uh, who are eventually ending up in a marketing department to really understand what we are doing and how that, that can be valuable. Mm -hmm. So. You can't really, you have to re-educate people mm. who have been uh, traditionally educated in very different ways. And it goes for a lot of other people as well in sales and mm. in, in all sorts of fields that we have to work with. Mm. Uh, they just don't have the understanding of our still very young profession. Mm. Try telling that to some of the interns who are working really hard and uh, they go, you're telling me everything I'm doing. <laughs> 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 it's like, well, it's just, you know, the real world is another thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I was working in IBM in the 90s, and we saw exactly the same thing before the internet was alive and well. Um, you know, the education, traditional education, it teaches disciplines in learning and working in teams, but there's a whole lot of, you know, interpersonal things and uh, the current market. And, and this is the challenge that we have, is that uh, there is, seems to be an oversupply of marketing graduates, but, you know, it's very hard to find that, you know, experienced yeah. person that can hit the ground running, oh. right? But it's not a, it's not something you solve with like a quick workshop or something. No, like. I, it's, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Yeah. Um, you have to continuously and repetitively share your way of working and your way of thought um, in order for them to actually understand what you're doing repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I mean, we live in a fantastic world of self-learning as well. And, and I was lecturing for a year um, digital media and marketing uh, in, in Copenhagen at DIS, and uh, the American students that came in were very textbook-driven and very exceptionally mm. high GPA, right? Mm. So I would throw. I had a consultancy at the time, so I'd throw them scenarios, or I'd actually include them, and they they needed all the instructions. I said, well, we don't have that. You know, <laughs> that's what the we all, <laughs> A real world assignment is not here is everything, here are the guidelines, mm -hmm. but the real world assignment is finding what the boundaries are, creating your the guidelines, and figuring a lot of this stuff out. Um, and, and it seems that, uh, that, you know, I mean, I think maybe internships are, are the best way moving forward. How many people here are uh, actively working with interns? Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. 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 But I, I think the next level is actually what I'm seeing a lot right now that the old 
update the world, Power BI, SAP is merging with what we are doing. And I see a lot of demand for people that can do digital and supply chain management. And that merging, and how do you get that skill to really truly understand the digital world and supply chain management or, or Power BI or SAP and that, that old data, which is also data and analytics. You can be a SAP architect mm. and that's data, that's data. Yeah. And that's merging with what I'm doing. And how do I learn Power BI? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Camilla, as a marketing manager, yeah. to tell me about your challenges. I know that you're here with the content square hat on, so <laughs> tell us what you feel comfortable with. Uh, well, I mean, from what I hear, speaking to prospects and what I'm hearing here is that usually there is a very like disjoint um, like workflow between the data analyst people and the marketing people. So when it's hard for each team to understand why some things are happening on each end, of course, there's never going to be that integration whereby a marketing person is going to use the data the way analysts would want it or um, analysts will understand why marketing people are taking some actions the way they are doing it. So like, I mean, particularly that's what we talk at Content Square, but I see it in my company as well. What we need to do is just like get that almost like a one single team. And in that sense, for, for example, like a course would work not only like a course, but more, more like a strategy meeting where you can gather those two teams to actually work together towards a unified strategy of okay it's not like okay I have my website mm. um, analyze it you know but what do we actually want to achieve and mm. how we're going to achieve that mm. and how we're going to take the soft skill from a marketer mm. and integrate it with the data that you can actually gather that probably the marketer doesn't know exactly how to do it um, and then just integrate that towards of course a better performance overall. So, th so that's interesting in terms of courses or workshops it's an internal yeah. workshop or a task force that you... Yeah, I think we never, like, usually marketers are so um, rushed doing things <laughs> all the time, and mm -hmm. then we just kind of suddenly figure out, oh, we need this information, but it doesn't work like that, right? Like, mm -hmm. you need to prepare things for to get that data out. Mm -hmm. So, actually, I think it's taking that time to really... Because if you do it at work, it's just never going to happen because you're busy with things all day. If you actually take that time out of the office to think what is it that we need and how we can join forces to actually make it. Um, I think that's how like collaboration really can work. Yeah, fantastic. I think we are up for time, but really appreciate all of your thoughts. And it was amazing, a good widespread of different areas of our industry, which I know from the looks in this room, everyone's passionate about. So <laughs> thanks again. And uh, let's keep in touch. And I'll let you know when the, this little audio segment is published. Cool. Thank, Thank you. Thanks.